All right, so this week on today's episode, it is finally the last week of preseason. Thank so God. Thankfully, we don't have to watch third string play anymore. Really excited to see some starters. Uh, well, they, but, won't, they won't play week four. Yeah, there no starters. So, That's what I mean. Yeah. This is the last week of preseason, yeah. so I'm excited for that to be over. And then regular season. Uh, but on today's episode, we're going to talk about some rookie draft takeaways and we are going to give you our in-depth power rankings. Super hard-hitting analysis. Super hard-hitting analysis. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what we'll do throughout the year. But, uh, yeah, so that's today. Since the last week of preseason, we're going to jump into that. And let's do it. Let's do it. All right, sweet. Let's get into it. Uh, first thing, we're just going to jump right in. Super excited that this is the last week of... Uh, actually, what I'm... So, I'm most excited to actually, like, you know, watch football and, oh, like, gosh, yeah. pound red wine while I do it, but... Not me. Not red wine. Dude, I'm big, big <laughs> red wine in the fall kind of guy. All summer, it's, like, hot, and then, like, it makes your mouth dry, and then you're just like... Eh. But, like, in the fall, you're just like, oh, yeah, play a little cornhole. I mean, obviously, beer and everything else, but, you know, I'm just an alcoholic, but... Uh, uh, dude, oh my god, so excited for football. Uh, we want to jump right into the rookie draft takeaways. Yeah. Um, so this was, it was kind of funny, like, doing it, after we did, like, the whole shebang and got together for the veteran draft, it was kind of funny being in chat, because I was, like, trying to chirp everyone in chat, like, we were there in person, but it was, like, just Griffin. <laughs> and so then I was just, like, chirping every pick that Griffin made. Yep. Which, like, kind of made me feel bad for about three seconds. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to lean into this. Uh, this is just what's happening. Uh, so, give me your rookie draft takeaways from, like, a player standpoint. How did you feel about it? How did you feel about, like, the number of rounds? Like, what did you, just what did you feel about the rookie draft? Yeah, I was kind of the, uh, it, it was funny that as far as drafting itself. I drafted the entire rookie draft while holding Zipporah. That's how little I cared right. um, about the draft, not my child, uh, for clarity. Uh, the only thing I went into the rookie draft hoping was that I got on Johnson, and I got him. So that was it. After that's, round that's one, I literally, and this is not a joke, I just looked at the news on that player and was like, what did they do in the last preseason game? I know that I found out later Anthony Miller was a, higher, a lot of people's higher ranked wide receiver out of the rookie class. For the second round, and I took Dante Pettis over him, but I'm like, I don't care. He, didn't, he had four catches in his last game. I guess yeah. must be um, an up and coming star. Yeah, exactly. He had four catches. Ooh. Uh, so for me, yeah, I think it it was definitely uh, fun to do that and kind of like honestly show me that I just know nothing about rookies, uh, but I still just don't know anything about rookies. Yeah, yeah, me neither. That's how I find. I mean, so like. I don't watch college football because I think college football is like basically the dumpster of football. Oh, like it's, it's the just worst. broken plays over and over again, and then like, oh, we won forty-eight to forty-four, and you're like, what the? Yeah, this there's no football. defense in college. Yeah, football. no, it's horrendous. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was like a total show because like the first, okay, like the first round, everyone's like, oh, like where's Kerry mm-hmm. gonna fall? Like where? And I'm like, oh, is Cortland Sutton gonna fall to me? Because like for ADP on fantasy football calculator, he's going around eleven, yep. and he gets like sniped at like seven or something by Griffin. Yes, Griffin's a bad person but uh i mean it was just like 
I mean, you could tell how worthless everyone thought round three through five was because as soon as it got to round two, everyone was like, I want this pick. And you're like, uh, okay, what are you going to give me? I'll give you all the rest of my rookies. Yeah. And it's like, I'll give you three, four, five. <laughs> Hang on a second, what? You're like, I don't want that. Like, I barely even want my picks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I basically sat here for the first two at my computer, like, made sure I was, you know, I paid attention to some rankings and, like, tried to make rational picks. I'm still pissed that I took Baker Mayfield. Like, I did, like, <laughs> like he just... Because, like, I have Patrick Mahomes, too. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, I a, just, that's a brutal pairing. Yeah. I just, maybe he'll pop off and <laughs> I can move him. I don't know. It's just, like, it's just kind of one of those things you're like, I don't know. He could be super good. Like, uh, that's all we're doing here. <laughs> like, it is I mean, because, like, my, my second round pick was too... I mean, actually, it wasn't that late. I really have no excuse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I was like, uh, yeah, it was whatever. Um, I think... I, and I was at the back of it. I forget who. What rookie did I even take in the first piece of it? Um, I'm trying to Let me remember. Try to find it. He's definitely not in my starting lineup. Oh yeah, he's a rookie. He doesn't. He doesn't even know what he's doing yet. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. That's yeah, right. yeah. I was like, all right, maybe this will pan out. Maybe Larry will retire because he's like 800 years old, and then it'll like you know and rise he said up. He would. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah, maybe this will work out. Like, so I was excited about that. Not that excited about Baker. Literally the rest of the guys, I didn't even know who I was drafting. I went in like two days <laughs> later. So I, I kind of forgot about the league because I was really busy with my garage. And then I looked at my team and I was like, oh, I forgot these guys were even on my team. They're <laughs> literally, and I'm like, I don't even know these guys' names. So I oh literally like started reading the news on them. Like literally just like, oh, who is Mark Walton? Like. <laughs> I, he's on my team. I don't know who he is. I don't know who Turns Mark out Walton is. He's like the backup for the Cincinnati Bengals backup. Yeah. Who like literally NFL.com rates his talent scout at he could be a backup. Like that's his ceiling. <laughs> Real promise. His ceiling is practice squad. He was on my <laughs> roster. So I dropped him for some other or so I dropped him because I was like, Darren Sproles might catch the ball a couple times. That's better than practice squad. Yeah, so. Darren, Sproles, Darren Sproles will catch the ball three times and do more work than he does. That's right. So, <laughs> and I was like, I don't believe this guy's going anywhere. Maybe, maybe everyone gets hurt in Philadelphia and Darren Sproles becomes God. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I thought I, I would, you know, I would propose that we shorten the rookie draft next year because the reality is there's just not that many. Like, maybe do three rounds. Like, there's just not like rounds four and five. Like, you're just there's those guys don't exist in fantasy football. There are only a couple that I think could. Like, um, I can't say his name, the Valdez, the guy that Jason took right in front of me, and I took Equinemius St. Brown, and I only I think, can't believe you just said that name. I, he's on my team, that's the only reason I know. <laughs> uh, but the only reason I think those guys could be something is because they're on the Packers, though. Yeah. The fourth round isn't going to have 12 players going to the Packers. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not realistic. If you so. have a chance of Aaron Rodgers throwing you a football, you might have value. Exactly. Uh, that's the only reason I'm like... The fourth round kind of had value. Like, yeah. maybe those guys do something, but I doubt it. Yeah, and yeah. maybe in three years we'll be totally wrong and these guys will all be all-stars, but I yep. doubt it. Yeah, we don't know Dynasty. Clearly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, uh, before we jump into our power rankings, uh, Cheek, why don't you give us our sponsor break real quick? Yeah, today's sponsor. So, we want to know, do you suffer from pain? Frequently. Do you suffer from erectile dysfunction? Uh, that that's personal. <laughs> Do you just want to numb the pain of life? Yes. Now the draft season is yes. over. Do you like pills? Oh yeah. <laughs> well then, do we have a sponsor for you? Really? This week's sponsor is none other than CVS Pharmacy's own John Neffley. Wow. He's if rich. you suffer from any of the above, 
then stop into any local CVS pharmacy and ask for the Dynasty League special, and they will heal you of all of your Dynasty worries. So thank you so much, John Neffley, and CVS especially. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> CVS for sure wrote us a check for that. Uh, yeah, speaking of Dynasty team worries, let's get in to the power rankings. And since we're talking about medication for, you know, your depression uh, <laughs> or, you know, problems in the bedroom, uh, let's talk about, let's start with the worst players. Not players, oh, yeah. sorry. Or worst ranked. Worst ranked. Okay, so, yeah. so, so what Cheek and I did is we, we came up with the power rankings for the entire league, and then we decided that would be so... We, we came up with our own so that it's like we did it independently so we can mm. kind of discuss it. Uh, we decided that that would take so long to talk about and debate that we're just going to do bottom two and top two. Yeah. So let's start off with the bottom two. These are the people who should be contacting Nefli immediately. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you my second to worst player Second to worst team first, ninth best okay, team. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna go eleventh then twelfth. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna build the suspense. Okay. Let's so let's All go right, let's okay. go let's go power rank eleven first. We don't want to you know blow our load first. Uh, <laughs> wow, I am gonna have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, <laughs> the things that just slip out. Oh. Uh, let's just, just cruise right off past that. Uh, with the honor of the 11th place power ranking in my personal rankings is Corey Vincent. Um, this is not an honor. Uh, so, so here's how I decided all of my power rankings. I looked at your teams and decided, do I want to play you or do I not want to play you? I want to play Corey Vincent. Because if Jordan Howard doesn't have a good week and Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't have a good week and Deshaun Watson doesn't throw a touchdown every time he moves the ball out of his hand, which shouldn't happen, yep. uh, then we should be good. I mean, because yeah. the rest of the team honestly just doesn't really round out that great. Kenyon Drake, I am not high on. Uh, I think he's a he's a running back that could get the work, but he's mm. on a bad offense. And so, like, I don't really like to wait for guys to surface on bad offenses. Um, especially when they've got the eternal Frank Gore running the ball with them. Yes. Brandon Cooks, obviously he'll be valuable. Obviously he'll probably be right around that wide receiver one category. Not really scared of him. Jordy Nelson, I don't think he's going to... I think Jordy Nelson is a product of Aaron Rodgers more than himself. Mm. Uh, so I don't think that's going to really work out. It's going to really hurt Sarah's feelings. She loves Jordy Nelson. Well, that is a poor pick. <laughs> oh. uh, he's fine. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's a great person. I'm sure, but you know what? Like we, like we said in a previous episode, I don't care about your morals. I care about your fantasy output. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Graham. I Jimmy Graham scares me this year. I don't think he's going to... He, he could do so poorly. So I think it was like last mm. year. Like last year when he was not hurt he had like 200 yards or something in his like six games and it was something like 300 or sorry 200 yards and like 150 of those yards were in two games like he didn't break 30 yards a oh, game wow. for like six games in a row yeah like it, it was pretty rough uh so he was it, he's weird marlon mack don't want a bad running back in a timeshare on a on a bad team yeah sorry cheek they're gonna struggle same with josh Doxon. so like all of it but just all the way through it's just like a bunch of players where i'm like i would rather not have that guy on my team so that's why Corey has earned the 11th best team slot in my <laughs> power rankings why don't you give me your number 11 uh yeah so for me i kind of did the same thing i looked at the teams uh each each of your guys' teams and kind of did the same assessment of you know am i afraid to play these guys not saying like these teams are bad it's just am i afraid do am i concerned if i had to play them 16 times 
how many times do I think I'm going to beat them? Yeah. Uh, so my 11th ranked team, or the second worst, however you want to put it, um, is Ty Cook. And I know Ty is going to be spicy about this because he always is. Didn't we no, roast Ty for like the worst draft last we week? We did. <laughs> and it, I'm sorry, Ty. It's because of Mark Ingram and Julian Edelman. That's the biggest reason. He literally did pick every injured player he could. Yeah, it's or those guys suspended being players. Yeah, suspended players. Those guys being out, the reason I am not afraid of your team is because Mark Ingram is he wasn't the one. Mm-hmm. Kamara is the one. Like for 4 weeks he's going to be the one and Ingram might not be the 1B when right. he gets back. He right. might end up turning into the 2. Like yep. he, he that could happen. They don't need him there. And Edelman is kind of the same situation where Chris Hogan when he played, he was really good. It was just he had so many injury issues. Yeah. So for that reason, it's kind of like those guys that you're banking on coming back could totally tank. Right. Um, on top of that, you have Dalvin Cook, who's coming off of a big ACL injury. I don't know how well he's going to do. And beyond that, the only guys that you have that honestly scare me for long term are Andrew Luck and Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is a monster. He's a super good running back. I love the guy. And you know how I feel about Luck. I've been trying to get Ty to trade me Luck all week, guys. Um, but... <laughs> He won't do it, and I understand his reasoning. But I, I think overall, your team, it, it makes me nervous. If it were my team, I would be nervous. Um, but I'm not I'm not super afraid to play him up. Yeah, I mean, I don't have really any debate there because Ty, lucky segue, is my worst team for this year. <laughs> I think he, he is the 12th best team in the league. Now, now, it should be said that a big piece of that is that, like we just talked, the Mark Ingram-Julian Edelman suspensions, but... These are power rankings for just this year. These aren't like dying, you know, like we're not predicting like who's going to win the most out of the next 10 years. Like this is mm-hmm. just 2018 season. So I think that gives Ty a huge leg down. I don't think it's like, I think is honestly, I think his wide receivers are just kind of like, they're just, yeah. they're whatever. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of how I feel about everyone that isn't Leonard Fournette and Andrew Luck. So not, not too much. I agree with everything Cheek said. So, Cheek, why don't you give me your 12th best team for 2018? All right. So, my 12th best team is none other than Chris Matre's team. <laughs> oh, wow is his team name. And let me tell you why it's his team name. Oh, wow is right. Chris, did you forget to draft a running back? <laughs> like, at some point, you had to have been drafting thinking, oh, I don't have a good running back. And they're all terrible. Like, <coughs> all right, that was that was a little harsh, but no, I mean it. Perfect. That was exactly me. how I feel because his running, his team is so like his wide receivers are really good. I, he like, might have the best three wide receiver like combo in yeah, the league. Like he has DeAndre Hopkins, who is gonna be great. He has T.Y. Hilton and Amari Cooper, who can absolutely both of them be a top five. Yeah. So he could have three guys in the top five wide receiver spots. But he has no running backs. I mean, so the running backs here, just to give everyone context, Tevin Coleman, Ty Montgomery, Gio Bernard. Yeah. And, and then if you really want to round it out, he's got Deonta Foreman on the roster, but, like, who may get in. he drafted Nick Chubb. <laughs> I know. That guy's terrible. I don't believe in Nick Chubb. That's a personal thing. I don't believe in Nick Chubb. No, he's looked like hot garbage. He's been so bad. So for that reason... Chris gets my... If I could play Chris 16 times this year, I would absolutely take it. Because I don't think his team can hold it together. I think his team will be like super hot one week and then really cold the next. Um, so, sorry Chris. 
Hopefully yeah. you'll listen to this. And, and that's not to mention that Carson Wentz is also like looking True. questionable for the beginning of the season. His tight end is George Kittle, and like that he's effectively in a pass passing down timeshare as mm-hmm. a tight end. So yeah. not yeah. I, I'm with you. Chris almost made it. Chris was uh Chris was my tenth best mm. team. Tenth best. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that's a good that's a better way to put it. Bar- it's not as mean. Barely missed the cut. <laughs> barely missed the cut for me. Okay. Uh let's jump to the other side of the spectrum, the yes. top two teams. Uh same thing. We'll kind of save the best. We'll save the best for last. Uh, let's start with your number two team. Who do you think is going to be the second best team this year? Yeah. So for me, uh, I, I, again, I looked at it and saw teams that I am afraid to play And the second best team to me is Sarah LaRose team, team LaRoe. Good team. Um, for this reason, she has Melvin Gordon, who I love. I absolutely love Melvin Gordon, especially in a half PPR league. I think he is just a monster. He was, he's been great since he started, and I think he's going to continue to be great, and he's going to be a long-term guy. Oh, wait. On top of that, she has Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's pretty scary. Who is the one. Like, yeah. he is the best wide receiver in freaking NFL. DeAndre Hopkins put up a good year. O- OBJ has a good year, but they don't do it as consistently as Antonio. That's right. So, for that reason, I love her team. Oh, wait. For the kicker, she has Aaron Rodgers. who wait, is the kicker or the QB? Or, sorry, the kicker for the reason that she's the number two. You don't have a kicker. Uh, okay. She has Aaron Rodgers. That's the kicker, the icing on the cake, yeah. or the icing on the cake balls, Ooh. if you may. Uh, she, she has the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, And he's not done, like my guy, Tom Brady. He's not done after this year. Aaron Rodgers is going to keep I playing. Mean, he, he just, just signed got, a big deal. Yeah, he just got signed yeah. for cash. Yeah, so he's getting paid, and I think her team, when I see it, I'm like, whoa. Like Those three guys have a lot of potential. And on top of that, I think the rest of her team isn't, isn't so boomer bust, you know. She mm-hmm. has she has Greg Olson, she has Golden Tate, she has Duke Johnson, which isn't. I mean, that's not a sexy name, but I don't know. It's a I mean, think about it, like, yeah. Hey, I'm oh Duke Johnson. Duke Silver. I mean, yeah, that's like <laughs> kind of what I think. Of. I mean, and the last name, I mean, just really brings it all together. Uh, maybe, <laughs> uh, but yeah, her team overall, I think, is gonna be surprising how good she is. Yeah, yeah. She she was uh, she was right outside my top two. So mm. good pick. Like it a lot. Uh, my number two is actually my co-host himself. Are you co-host? What the? F- what are you? Partner? Co- are we partner? Are we partners? That sounds oddly. Are we partners? Sexual. Now? I think we're partners now. <laughs> uh, it's yes. cheap. It's cheap. Uh, so I was going through all these rosters. Honestly, this two slot was really hard to choose. So I'll just say who was in the running and then kind of why I chose chose you, Cheek. Uh, Nefley, Jason, Sarah LaRoe, and Cheek were all in the running for this number two slot. And the reason that I settled on Cheek for this year is a couple couple reasons. One, he's got a stud running back in Le'Veon Bell, which we all know how powerful stud running backs are in fantasy football. He's got a stud wide receiver in A.J. Green, I still believe. He's got a sweet tight end in Zach Ertz. Um, his flex rounds out, so like, his running backs are Le'Veon Bell, Derek, uh, Derek Henry, wide receivers, A.J. Green, Kenny Stills, Tyler Lockett. Flex, you would expect like a huge drop-off there. I don't think there is a huge drop-off. Maybe you'll struggle struggle after Aaron Jones gets back. Yeah. But Jarek McKinnon, Jamal Williams, like those are pretty solid flex plays. And then on top of that, Tom Brady is a quarterback. Definitely like long-term dynasty, not a great Terrible asset Terrible after this year. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> probably going to retire. But, I mean... As far as like this year's power rankings go, like he's gonna be a top five QB, and so like oh. that's just, that's great. So like, I do not look forward to playing Tyler Cheek this year. Uh, every other team was so close, very similar makeups, like had a stud, mm-hmm. well rounded. 
um, all the way through, kind of like we just talked with Sarah's team, or had a couple studs, and then well-rounded all the way through. But Cheeks, to me, just had, and maybe it's just like pure name value of the people popping off the page, but yeah. uh, I, I really like Cheeks' team this year. Um, me too. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting over here stroking you. Uh, so... <laughs> Why don't you, uh, once you collect yourself, <laughs> head into uh, your drum roll, please. Uh, number one. Yeah, that'll come through real good. There it is. <laughs> All right, awesome. Uh, why don't you give me your number one? <laughs> yes, my number one. Uh, so I, I wanted my my number one and number two to be just a family affair. So I chose Jason. That's not really the reason. I think Jason's, dyna- Jason's team dynamic is super similar to mine in that... We both kind of don't have a long-term play. Like, this year, Jason did get a couple good rookies. Don't get me wrong. He did get Royce Freeman. He did get Darius Geis. Um, but his starters are old. And we've talked about it multiple times. Very. But I don't think that's going to be his downfall this year. I think next year, we're going to see Jason make a lot of moves throughout the year. And as we've talked about before. Um, and hopefully, those moves pay off for him. But I, I do think that, like, this year, great team. If he doesn't make moves, next year his team's going to struggle. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't have a lot of young talent. He's going to have to replace a lot of his starters. Um, so, I, I like honestly, though, when I look at Jason's team, I'm like, crap. I don't want to play him twice. I, I haven't looked at the schedule. I hope I don't play him in the first four weeks so I don't have to play him twice. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah, his, the, just kind of the way it rounds out with Gronk, Marshawn Lynch, Devonta Freeman, Doug Baldwin, Larry Fitz. Like, yeah. that scares me. And then so on top good. of the fact that, like, you've got Chris Hoven, Marvin Jones, who are, like, these big, weak guys. Like, mm-hmm. that's a solid starting lineup. Not to mention he's got Alshon Jeffrey sitting on his bench waiting to come off of uh, – Injury, so like it, and like you said, Darius Geis, Royce Freeman. So like mm-hmm. Royce, I mean Royce Freeman could end up just being genuinely startable by week six. Yep. Like it's it's a legitimate possibility. So I think I think he's got a great team. That, that like I said, he was in contention for my number two slot. Um, my number one is Britton Smith, the uh, the commissioner himself. And let me let me give you the reasoning why, and then I'll uh, get your take on it. So uh, let me pull up Britt's team here, Bourbon Smith. All right, so. Here's what I I really like about Britain's team and why I don't want to play him. I'm a Lamar Miller fan. I think that like Lamar Miller just gets so much crap for no reason. Like he's just always right there in the top 15 RBs. He's not sexy. He just gets the touches. He is not sexy. That's no. a very good way to put he, it. <laughs> he just like gets it done. Like he's not like a PPR monster. He's like he's really just like a normal dude. But like he gets it done. He's on a good offense this year. Um, and if we're projecting the Texans to score as many points as they like, quote unquote, should be, uh, I think he holds the spot big time. A lot last year, there was a lot of talk about him losing the spot to Deonta Foreman. I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, uh, their coaches come out and said that Lamar Miller is their three down back, which is like good for them him this year. So like, and, and that's because Deonta Foreman's still hurt. But yeah. like, I that can easily carry into the year. Like, if you're winning with Lamar Miller going three downs, like, you're not going to start mixing that up. Yeah. So, I, I like Lamar Miller. Obviously, Saquon Barkley has all the hype around him. Like that. I mean, people basically describe him as, like, Zeke plus targets, which is terrifying. <laughs> uh, then the wide receivers are actually where this team... So, like, you look at those two and you're like, oh, that's right. The wide receivers get scary for me. So, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen are two solid wide receivers. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, that was his first two picks the draft. So mm-hmm. and he he had a huge advantage in being able to get Saquon Barkley because he effectively got two first round picks. Um, so Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, that scares me. Juju is a big boomer bust. I'm not high on Juju, but he could easily pop off, and it would make sense to me. 
uh, and then the flex of like Rex Burkhead. I like the flex of Rex Burkhead. A lot of upside there. A lot of things that could happen there. Um, and then Ben Roethlisberger is kind of just you know you got to watch out for the home road splits, but he's he's always good. He's always right there near the top twelve. So I mean he's gonna have a starting quarterback, startable quarterback. And then you know I mean his bench doesn't have anyone that's like gonna jump into his starting roster like this year, um, except for the one and only Tarod Taylor. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so 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 all of that really just rounds around like I when I just look at the average number of points that Britain's gonna score, I think it's going to be a ton every week with upside like he doesn't have a lot of floor guys so so that's what scares me about brit's team i could not disagree with you more <laughs> <laughs> so brit to be totally i mean it's not like i obviously i didn't have brit in my bottom two but i had him at nine in my power <laughs> I was say, so you had him at bottom four i definitely had him in the bottom uh and i i, I see your point like Miller, it has been a consistent guy. He's always been up there near the top in rankings at the end of the year. But I just don't believe he has it. Um, and You don't believe he has it? I mean, he's done it for like just, years, two years in a he's row. He's just not that good. And, and now they, cares, they have man? Deshaun Watson. They have DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know if they need him to be that um, as much as they did before. And I would not be surprised to see Alfred Blue start to play more of a factor. Oh, um, get him out of here. He's a, so he's a piece of he, garbage. He's just not a guy that scares me. Like, at the end of the day, he's not putting up, like, he's not putting up your Melvin Gordon numbers or Leonard Fournette numbers. Like, he, well, yeah, he's I mean, an he's, RB2 at best. I mean, okay, he's like he's an RB2. We're talking, like, we're not talking, like, oh, he's barely sneaking into 24. We're talking, like, 15, 16 kind I of guy. He might be barely sneaking into 24. No way. I, I would not be surprised to see him at the end of the year at the back, like, in the 20s. I would not be surprised to see him end of year. Ranking okay, the so like if he ends in the twenties, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, how did this possibly happen? But like, if he ends in like 12, 13, like eleven, twelve, thirteen, are you gonna shocked. be you're gonna be shocked? I would be shocked. Oh, see, to me, I would be like, that just makes sense. That just like it, it totally would blow makes sense. my mind. That like that, and that, that's just that's the difference in how I feel about him. Saquon is one of those guys where like I know everybody thinks he's gonna be great, and I've been saying this for a while. I don't like rookies. They yeah. they terrify me coming onto a new team. They don't need him to catch the ball because they have uh, the guy they just paid more than any other wide receiver ever. <laughs> so they don't need him to catch the ball. I'll give you this. Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, absolutely. I love those guys. I agree with you. I was mad that Britton took Keenan Allen because I was really hoping he'd fall to me. But I totally get it. Those guys are amazing. Here is where my biggest issue, though, is with Britt's team. Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster. He doesn't have the one in Pittsburgh. If he had Antonio and Ben, that's a totally different story. But he's he's taking Juju, and he needs Juju to play. And he needs Juju to play really well. Ben doesn't do well at away games. He doesn't do terrible, but he doesn't perform this amazing game. And when he performs those amazing games, that's when Juju's going to shine. And he could have a 50-60 point week between the two of them. But on those away games... It's going to be a totally different story. Yeah, I can I can buy Juju kind of and then ending up with the home road split because yeah. Ben has the home road split. Yeah. I, I can I can I can get it, but again, it also wouldn't surprise me if that just didn't happen because Juju's great. It could it could it may, maybe. Now maybe. I'm not a big Juju believer, so I, I'm willing to I'm willing to buy you on that one. Don't buy you on the Lamar Miller, <laughs> Saquon Barkley. You know, I used to be super down on these top rookie recruits, but if you look at the last three years of fantasy, and I don't think we've gotten there yet. I think people are getting really high on rookie running backs. Mm. But if you look at like the last three years of fantasy, there have been three or four rookie running backs in the top 12 every single year. 
which is which was shock, which was shocking to me, and it kind of started after the whole Zeke thing. But I also think it's just a way that the NFL uses running backs these days. Like they kind of just turn them and burn them. Is like yeah. these guys are just like out there making mad points, and they need these young guys who are willing to like run the routes and just get destroyed because like that's just what they do now. Yeah. So like, the NFL is different. So that that's really interesting. It's it's funny that we come so like total. I, I mean, I stand by it. I still I still don't want to play Brit. Uh, I mean, I don't want to play anyone I like my top four because because <laughs> I'm not there, so I think I'll lose. Uh, but that, that's really funny about how we act, like come at that from two uh, like totally different angles. So it'll be interesting to revisit these afterwards and uh, kind of like see basically if our rankings actually fell out anywhere yeah, near they like were. Yeah, yeah, like kind of like looking at the regular season, like how they actually played out. Yeah. Okay, guys, so that is what we have for this week. So it's the final week of preseason. Super excited for week one. Trying to figure out my schedule because theoretically I have to drive for a work driving, but we were trying to plan a big week one party, so stay tuned for that. If it doesn't happen, it'll either happen and I'll have to leave early, which would suck, or we'll just push it to week two, make it a hilarious party. I'll break out the <laughs> fryer. We'll pretend like it's week one because the Bengals will be own one anyway, so we'll forget about it. Uh, and we'll to move on. Playing the Colts week one, baby. Actually, never mind. We're going to be one another <laughs> big time. I almost picked the Bengals in the survivor contest on oh, FanDuel. Oh, don't do that. Well, I was like, they're playing the Colts. Like, they're it's not going to coin flip. They're not going to lose. No way. <laughs> There's no way. Dude, the Colts are a dumpster fire. I already got a water bet with Griffin. Colts win. I'm throwing water in his face. Please record that. I already got the water going, so. Please record that. But I ended up taking the Cardinals in the FanDuel uh, survivor contest mm. because I think that's about the only game they're going to win this year so that's that's probably true i think they get there washington yeah up. if you guys haven't gotten in on fanduel uh do it it it, it it's it's free it, we're not sponsored by them obviously uh but it'd be really cool for all of le- all of our league to do it and see who can make it the furthest yeah like that's that's kind of cool i, I think it'd be really a side fun. thing i actually thought about organizing one like myself with like a bunch of people but then i was like that's too much work i'm just gonna tell everyone to join fanduel yeah uh and you get one free dfs entry which is super fun it's like a, it's it's gonna be a gateway to gambling for me for sure <laughs> uh so yeah super excited about that super excited about regular football coming back we will be into our uh, more normal season rhythm, which yes. we are yet to fully hammer out, but yeah. safe to say it's going to be more focused around looking forward in our yes. fantasy league toward the matchups each week, toward the and backwards at all the moves that have been made. Yeah. So hopefully we'll keep recording on Wednesday nights so that we can see all the waivers process, trades go through all that, and then we can look forward to all of our matchups, see how our power rankings play out throughout the year. Um, so thank you guys a ton for listening again. Uh, if you want to submit any kind of mailbag question, you can either text us, you can send it in through Anchor, you can send it in through Gmail. Uh, and that is uh, all I have for this week. You got anything else, Jake? No, I'm so excited for the season to start. It's I'm not going to be able to sleep. It's warming. The first night of football, I'm going to be shaking. Dude, the, joy. the Thursday night game? Thursday night. Oh, it's going to be great. My loins are warm. <laughs> All right, well, guys, we will talk to you next week. Hopefully, we can get Ty to give up Andrew Luck for Cheek. Oh, please, Ty. Uh, So we will make it happen. So see you guys next week, and uh, yeah. See ya.